This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone. Before this absolutely incredible, mind-blowing episode starts, I would like to just let you know that I'm going to be performing at the Soho Theater in London, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. Please buy tickets. Uh, You know, you can Google my name in Soho Theater. I can also post it on my Instagram, which I will continue doing again today and every day after that. Um... And then if you're not in London and you're like, Greta, when can I see you another time? Well, guess what? I'm going to be in D.C. performing March 3rd and 4th as part of the Kennedy Center Cabaret and Comedy Festival. I am very excited for this. D.C. is my hometown. It's going to be very exciting and fun. And then you're like, but I'm not in D.C. Well, guess what? If you're in L.A., I'm going to be performing at the Elysian Theater, the last three Tuesdays of March. Okay, that's complicated, but I will post about it. I will post about it, but I just want you to know, you know, I just want you to say, like, oh, Elysian Theater, guys going to be there. And then you're like, but I'm not in L.A. Well, don't worry. I'm going to be back on the East Coast in April, but no one plans that far in advance. So I will do another one of these, you know. The closer we get. But I will be at the Bell House in uh, New York uh, in April, the second weekend of April. And then I will be back in D.C. April, um, April, April 14th and 15th. And I'll be at the Bell House on April 7th, I believe. Um, that could be a lie. So I'll I'll look that up for sure. OK, thank you. I'm expressing with my full capabilities. And now I'm living in correctional facilities. Because some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor. My behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube because he said it gets funky. When you got a subject and a predicate... Add it on a dope beat and it'll make you think some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach because they don't flow like this one. And you know what? I won't hesitate to diss one. That's my spoken word rendition. I love it. <laughs> so good. That was great. <laughs> of Express Yourself by NWA. Mm-hmm. The year is 1990. Okay, and we are listening to NWA in the year 1990 and to get us in the mood for this really, 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 really exciting episode, which I really can't wait for you guys to listen to. I'm going to list the top box office hits from 1990. Okay, which honestly, these movies really bang. First and foremost, Edward Scissorhands. Mm -hmm. A movie that has I watched a few weeks ago. Excellent film. Love it. Fabulous movie. Dances with Wolves. 
incredible. Stunning Long. picture. Have I mean, I'm not she I don't want to yeah, you have there's no way. Um absolute must watch Misery. Mhm. Unreal. L- we'll Great change your movie. life. Great horror movie. Of course we have Pretty Woman. Yeah. I mean, how, how could we not have Pretty Woman? We have Child's Play 2. Ooh. The Chucky film, Chucky, which has come back, and huge. Chucky is back. Chucky's oh. in love. Chucky's Chucky will never go away. No, Chucky is like the thing you try and throw away, but you can't get. It's a little doll that's like. A yeah. Do you not? You know. Chucky. I know what Chucky. Is. She knows what Chucky. Is. I'm I mean, not a horror person. Okay. okay I mean, that's different fine. when you put the word cheeses behind it. Yeah. Do you, are that's you not terrified? That's a whole other type of terrifying. Yeah. I had a sixth birthday at a Chucky e. Cheese, and let me tell you. Yeah. Jacob's Ladder. That is. Okay. I will not let you watch that. It's absolutely awful. Terrifying. Like, terrifying. I'm going to end with these last three because I do think they're really important. Mm -hmm. One is Mermaids, which I think is a must watch. Sure. Because, you know, we have to do watch and take everything with Cher. That was like, hey, we did Splash. What other types of these movies can we do? And then, boom, that (laughs) Mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. Um, House Party. Incredible. Which they're doing a remake of. I know. They, you know, they Kid remake everything. Mm, play. Yes. Not and. Mm, mm-hmm. play. Mm. Those are our guys. Child's, I mean, House Party. I was going to say mm-hmm. Child's Play. House Party. Uh-huh. Excellent film. And I'm going to end on Cry Baby. Cry Baby. Which is, I'm a big John Waters head. Yeah. Cry Baby was, that wasn't Johnny Depp too. No, that was. That was? That was Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a greaser guy yep. who was like a had that little tear, t- uh, like a hunk of a mm-hmm. guy, and he yeah. was very misunderstood. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Waters man, legend. So you know, because you're like, oh, that's who John. You're like whoever's in John Waters movies. You're like, oh, that's who he wanted to bang. Yeah, you know, you're like, okay, so this <laughs> is the time when he wanted to have sex with Johnny Depp. Okay, I get it. <laughs> so where were we when Cry Baby was out? Where were we when we were listening to NWA? We were in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And we are Randy Sklar. Hi. And, and I am freaking out <laughs> mm-hmm. because we are joined today. You're thinking, oh, we have one Sklar brother. Where's the other? Where's, Where's the other? Jason. <laughs> and Jason could not make it today, but that's okay. It is okay. Because it's fine. sometimes when you, you know what they say? When one door closes, another door or opens. Or a window opens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A huge window opened huge, for us on senior superlatives. Because we have your daughter, Daisy Sklar. She was a high school senior. Yes. She's a high school senior. We have a real life high schooler <laughs> on the show. In the flesh. So I so da- Jay couldn't do it. He tried every which way to do this today. We're recording this on a holiday. So it was yeah. difficult because his kids are out of school and he has to watch them because his wife is working. And so in the last minute I said, Daisy, do you want to come? And do and just watch me do this podcast. And she said yes. And, yeah. and this here we is, are. This is the best advice I can give her in this moment. You guys are helping me with this moment, which is show up. You never know what's gonna happen. You, you never could know. Be on mic. You know, Who and knows? then it's fun. Yeah. And then here we are. And look at what you did on MLK Day. I know. I made it happen. <laughs> you did make it happen. <laughs> Thanks, kiddo. Of course. Okay, so before because I'm I'm gonna you know, I need to know what was going on with you in high school. I need to I need you to take me back there. Yeah. It's 1986 to 1990. Yep. What was the vibe? You also have a twin. Right. So like that's a whole other situation. And honestly, I'm happy that I just get your POV on that. Yeah, you can bring him back and maybe he'll bring one exactly. of his kids. Uh, <laughs> I, so we were, lived in a town that was part of a little neighborhood part of St. Louis called Creve Core. Creve Core? Which is... 
a mispronunciation. It's so St. Louis to mispronunciate a French term, crevecur, which means broken heart. And the reason it's, how do I know it means broken heart and how do I know this story about a Native American young woman who was in love, this is like a Romeo and Juliet story, was in love with a young man with a white man and they couldn't be together for the various reasons and she jumped off of a cliff in our area, which if you know St. Louis, it's like so flat. Yeah, I'm I was like, going to say, where? She, where? Right? She like jumped off and got like a high ankle sprain. But apparently <laughs> she jumped off and died. And then he he died of a broken heart after that. And so they called it Crev Cur. That was the area of where we were. And uh that whole story was on the wall of the McDonald's. So what? that's where we read that. So this tells you everything you know. So I, we went to a public <laughs> high school that was kind of, it was kind of dirt baggy. Mm. Like that I was describing. Like I, to put it this way, our, our school colors were acid and wash. No, I'm <laughs> we were the Parkway North Vikings, and St. Louis has like a distinct accent, right? You like Highway oh, Farty Far. We'll see you out on Highway Farty Far. <laughs> Parkway North. <laughs> our friend, our mom's like best friend who lived two doors down with us, Aunt Linda. Lin- Aunt Linda. Aunt Linda. We love Aunt Linda. We love Aunt Linda. She's like she's hilarious, but she's got the thickest St. Louis accent yeah. ever. And she was like, uh, you know, she had a dog named Spencer, and we had his brother yeah. Skippy. <laughs> And he's like, Skippy would always torment Spencer, and he did. He put him in, in the, the corner, corner. For, the for, corner. for four months. Spencer, <laughs> like, the Spencer put him in the corner for, for four months. months. So we went to Parkway North. Parkway uh, North. <laughs> I mean, to put more context in it, like our school had a smoking lounge. Love that, of course. Not for the staff. No, for you for guys. For the kids. Were like, you a were, cigarette smoker? Or was I? No, yeah. I was not. She's not either. No. Right? But like, imagine a bunch of kids who are like, you know, stressed out. Like, yeah, I got to climb the rope in gym. <laughs> it's so <laughs> crazy. I mean, that was me like in an alley behind my high school. But to they do that a, at high school. A district approved lounge for kids just to smoke in. Oh, my God. I'm like, I know she shouldn't be smoking because she's pregnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that those <laughs> went away in like the 70s. I remember my mom and dad telling me 80s. that. That we had they them. had smoking lounges. And I guess, no, my dad graduated in high school in the early 60s. Wow. So okay. uh, they certainly had smoking lounges then. But Sure. And so, the, I mean, everybody smoked back then. But that just was, that gives you the context of where we were. So we had, like, the smart kids at our school were really smart. We had, and and kind of had a little bit of a chip on our shoulder about, like, I put us, I put myself in there. Do you see how I, on <laughs> our shoulder? We had a chip on our shoulder. The a, smart kids, you know, who uh, are up We had here. a chip on our shoulder. Yeah. Uh, that like, we could get into good schools just like the, you know, private schools in St. Louis could too. So like, they were really high achieving people. And like, we sent a girl to Harvard and we sent a, a boy to Princeton. Right. And, and, you know, people got into all these like incredible schools at the top of our class. You know, there were a lot of people who were like, um, where are you going next year? Oh, you're just going to be hanging out outside of the 7-Eleven over there right. on Fifi Road? That's where sure. I'm going. Oh, is that where you're going? Yeah. You got a full scholarship. <laughs> I did. Full ride. Full so ride to full the ride. 7-Eleven. You and Scott Denner are going to be popping some wheelies. They don't have own. a plaque there, though. They do not. They I don't. Know. You got, you'll, that's your job. That's my senior gift. Yeah. So I. So we, I mean, I love Park. Jay and I got into the Parkway. I'm very proud of this. The Parkway School District Hall of Fame. Wow. So for what? Just- for what? For being who we are. 
this happened. This happened like maybe six oh, years you're ago. Saying, you're saying like oh, this happened recently. I recently. thought you meant in high school you no, got no, into no. the Hall of Fame. No, I wish it was that. No, no. Imagine recently... me now being like, for what? For what? <laughs> for what? It's not deserved. Uh, no, I like go on my high school's Wikipedia and constantly try and edit myself in, and it like rejects me out all the time. I'm sorry that yeah. that's happening. Well, I love that you. So, so the song. Should we talk about the song? Let's talk about the song. So the song. I love that so the song is Express Yourself is probably the one song on that NWA or any NWA album that could get radio play because it wasn't Filled. it wasn't dropping N bombs and dropping this and that. But we as Jewish kids in the suburbs of St. Louis, we were like, I love this album. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even tell you how much, that's how good the music was. Right. I'm like, I can't relate to any of this, but I love it so much. And we would like, we used to play it all the time. And I, the crazy thing is that that is how great NWA was. That is how great those guys were, is that they were like, and it teaches you a great lesson later in life, which is a lesson I'm trying to teach her, which is, do the thing that's very specific to you that you know about really well yeah. and really put that out there and it will relate to somebody somehow. It does, They don't have to have the exact same experience that you had, but it'll relate to someone and that's a great mm -hmm. example of it. What a good parent. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. Do He's you feel like, because you're, I, I don't, I, I have my questions that are too many. I have too many questions Let's in my mind. Let's get into all of them. Yeah. I'll try to help you. Do you it. feel like, um, well, okay, because when you were in high school, clearly mm -hmm. there was no cell phones. There no. were no the internet. There was no like connectivity mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And you kind of got to live in this pocket of your own reality, you it was know? Amazing. And I think that I feel very lucky because I am at the very end. I I also didn't have social media in high school, yeah. and mm -hmm. I'm at the I'm probably the last like age yeah, yeah. range where that was a thing. Yeah. Do you feel, cause I feel this way now as like a full on embarrassing adult that like sometimes when I go online, I'm like, how do I differentiate myself and how do I navigate this? Yeah, and like, it yeah. becomes like this yeah. overwhelming feeling. Do you feel that it's like harder to commit to like finding your thing or your voice or whatever when you're inundated with all this information all the time? It's really difficult. It's really crazy and weird and sometimes I find myself just doom scrolling and then I have to stop myself and say wait I'm not this is not happening right now I can't do this right now and I have a lot of friends who don't like to be on their phones and who don't like to be connected to that and so I just try and take time with them and say hey we're gonna hang out and it's not gonna be about social media and it's not gonna be about being on our phones we're just gonna do something fun and I have a lot of friends who I have a friend who just got a flip phone who was like hey flip phone she, like it, a Nokia pebble okay I'm I love like, that I'm like what do you want a construction site in <laughs> yeah. 2003 what's happening I always happening wanted right one of those yellow Nextel oh, like walkies I'm telling you your, your friend I yeah took, well I got a I have a friend who got a flip phone and then who was just telling me about it on the phone and then I had a, like on the flip calling me and was like, hey, I got a flip phone. And then I had a friend in class and they were like, hey, by the way, if, if you if you want to if you want to carpool, just don't text me. Can you just call me? Because I, I, well, I won't get the text. I've got a flip phone now. And I was like, oh, God, OK. okay. So but cool. she's, she, it's funny because I have two kids in high school. Right. So Daisy is a senior. And then I have Georgia, who's Georgia. Georgia. Aunt Linda is like, Georgia. how's Georgia doing? And I'm, Georgia. I just want her to say it all the time. I'm like, Daisy's good. And then do you want to know about then, anyone else, Aunt Linda? And yeah. she's like, how's Georgia? I was like, she's been in the corner for five months. <laughs> uh, so D Georgia is 
15. She's a sophomore. And she is – It's what's interesting about Daisy, and we always say this about her. This is – I always say this about you, and I've said this to you, is that I feel like she's a timeless kid. Like, she could have been a kid when I was – well, I had this feeling aesthetically. Yeah. Like, I'm looking I've at you. I've got my Grateful Dead shirt on. And I feel like I wore this outfit in high school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in she a good way. She just threw this on, and I'm like, she's just, but her personality and I who she is. I border, like, I wear my mom and dad's old band shirts, and then I also sometimes look like a Wes Anderson character, and that's kind of my, those are my looks. <laughs> I love knowing that. Yeah. That's, I mean, you I, know that about yourself. Yes. I have that, you know. Like, I host dinner parties. That's my new thing with my friends. And they're often themed and were... What was the most recent thing? Uh, mythical creature. And it's, <laughs> the, it's the mythical. coolest thing when... So, it was cool when I planned it. I was like, everyone come as a mythical creature. But mm-hmm. then I was even cooler when all of my friends showed up as mythical creatures full out. But the coolest thing she did there was, you know, like, she had everyone go into the oh, bathroom. Well, that's go. the other thing is that... When I use social media, I try and make it so that it's not like we're all stuck on our phones, but that if I am like making a TikTok, if I am on Instagram, whatever, it's that it's a part of the experience. So I did like a thing where I, me and my friend had everyone go into the bathroom and we asked them a different question and made them answer it for a TikTok. So strung it all together like you're asking someone the same question, but the answers are so different. So it's like, oh, I'm so-and-so and and my favorite season is fall. And the next one was like, "Uh, my favorite One Direction member is Louie. (laughs) That's... So then I, and we played it for everyone. It was like fun. And then they just screen mirrored it on the TV and everyone sat around and played it. I'm like, that's fun. Like she just is into the bits. So Jay and I had done stand up in in high school. That was the very first time. I was we... going to say, what was your like uh, performance based? So this answers your question of who were we in high school. So we were all about comedy. We were all about Doing it, being funny, trying to get laughs, trying that this is who we were. We weren't class clowns because we were great students. Remember, we're smart. Yeah, you're the uh, smart, you're, and you don't have a chip on your shoulder. The, so the smart kids like us. No, but we were, so we weren't about being disruptive. Right. We were about doing bits and, and trying to do comedy, because we were comedy nerds, huge comedy were nerds. Were you like, we want to be like the next Smothers Brothers vibes? No, this is where we were at. We had no, because we like, the Smothers Brothers already did their thing. Right. And we, the Smothers Brothers were dated, very dated even then. Truly awesome. Like, let's just say what they created and what they did and the fact that they had a very political show on CBS for all those years that, like, railed against – amazing. And they were connected to all the bands in a great way. Yeah. And they could play music, which is something we couldn't do. So the very first time we got on stage, we got on stage and performed at, like, this um, – we were huge stand-up fans. We would just watch stand-up all the time, all the time. We would watch Rodney Dangerfield's Young Comedian Special, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Rita Rita Rudner, Bob Sat, the late great, our friend Bob Saget, mm-hmm. may he rest in peace. He was on it, and and um, Bob Nelson and Robert Townsend, like we're all in this one special. Crazy. We memorized everything, and then we just learned all their bits because they were just so funny. And, you know, at the time, no one was watching all these bits. Right. There was there was no YouTube. There was no social right. media to pass around the same clip over and over again. And there was no Netflix. And, you know, like, yeah, there were HBO specials, but they were rare. It was like George Carlin. I was going to say it was like George Carlin. Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, and that's the, the biggest I love George people. Carlin. 
me too. So, but we were huge fans of these other comics and what they were doing. And so like our parents' friends would be over for bridge, like playing in the basement, like playing bridge. Do you know what bridge is? Of course. Cards game. And so like, br- you know, I, have, I have like two bridge tables at my house amazing. that were my great grandmother's. So there would, you know, our Nana's basement yes. and like, there would just be like tables set up and like assorted chocolate nuts mm-hmm. everywhere that we would come down and just scoop out. And we'd be down there and our parents' friends, adults would be like, what's going on with you guys? And we were in, like seventh or eighth grade. So 12, 13 year old kids. And we would immediately launch into a Seinfeld bit. They didn't know it. We're like, what's the deal with the shower radio? You know, why would you want to dance next on a slick surface next to a glass door? I mean, great bits, not ours. And we were getting huge laughs. Meanwhile, we're twins. And so already people, there's attention on right. the two of us. We're like, what do we do with that attention? And so we just loved being funny. And so we did stand up at this thing, this talent show yep. at Parkway North. And we did we <laughs> did stand up and we wrote like half of it and then stole half the material because we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we're course. like, we'll do this old bit or we'll do this joke yeah. that someone else's because you just didn't know. I mean, and we did it and we finished. And I remember we were really involved in Jewish summer camp, Jew- Jewish youth groups. And to us, that was like a whole other group of people that we could Go, she's about to go to a USY Jewish USY convention. convention United, What's USY? United Synagogue Youth, like just a youth group. She cool. goes to a Jewish summer camp in Northern California, the same brand of ones that I, we went to that same Camp Ramah in Wisconsin. She's in Northern Oh, California. I know. Yeah. I know people yeah. that went to Camp Ramah. I went to a Jewish summer camp in Canada, oh, which nice. is, I went to Camp Tamarack. Tamarack. Which, oh, yeah. I know yeah. what Tamarack yeah. is. It's a great, I loved I loved my camp time, but I yeah. know a bunch of people. We went to the Ramah out of Toronto. That's my awesome. And my husband went to University of Michigan so and I. go blue. Go blue. And a bunch of his friends went to Ramah, Wisconsin. Ramah, Wisconsin, or Ramah. Is there one in there was is there one in Michigan? I have no idea. No, there's one in Wisconsin. One in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, maybe one in Toronto, because I know yeah. it's so yes. close. So yes. you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I wonder if we were there at the same time. You know, he? I I I don't. When did he graduate? College? He's he is younger. younger I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna age don't shame age. you, but he's younger. Okay, great. So I didn't. Know. <laughs> but. Uh, but we so we were really into like camp and and USY and whatnot because those were opportunities for us to get in front of a bunch of people. There were usually like performances there and we would just flat out do bits and do comedy. Yeah. And it was like they had never seen those people had never known what hit them. Like we just came in there with like full blown for us this was our opportunity if you watch like the marvelous miss mazel or whatever right she would go around to dinner parties and tell her stories like this was that for us yeah that's so fun so our friend from kansas city who was in our like region of bbyo and usy was in comedy sports which was like an mm-hmm. improv thing in kansas city right <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody jeff goldsmith who now runs like a major uh, he he's a writer and writes about movies and stuff. He does like a podcast about cool. movies and stuff for like for Apple. It's like a cra- he interviews like crazy directors and stuff. But Love back that. in the day, he loved and he went to USC film school. He loved comedy, so so do we. And so he's like, hey, I just got this thing at our at Comedy Sports about. Um, you know, that the, the Disney Channel is doing a young, young comedian special. If you have any tape on you guys doing stand-up, submit it to this address right here. And we're like, uh, we just did it. We just did it at our high school and we have the videotape. So we had to go to the guy who did our bar mitzvah video because it's the <laughs> only guy who had two VCRs, mm-hmm. right? Scott, Scott, oh my God, I'm going to screw this guy's <laughs> name. Scott. 
I forget. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Scott. Not, I have a friend named Scott Shellist, <laughs> but this was Scott. I'm going to get his name right. Anyway, uh, so we 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 had made a copy and sent it away to California. And oh I think the, the address was like on like 7761 Beverly Boulevard. Oh, my God. Now we know that we live here to Ruben and Core, which was his production company. And we thought uh, – well, that's like dropping it in a black hole. We'll For never sure. see that ever again. Yeah. We're like, see you later. And then they called us. I remember they called us. We're at home. <laughs> we get a phone call because like they we're having dinner. Right. We get a phone call. because How like, exciting. Well, see, to me, that's the shit that's exciting <laughs> that I crazy, miss. Crazy. So we get a phone call. They're like, hey, you guys are really good. There's something about you that's so interesting. You're twins. This is like super interesting. You're the but you got you can't steal material. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're like, oh right. Uh, and then also try this, 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 and this. Just go up to your local comedy club and do it. And meanwhile, the notes they gave us were things we wouldn't figure out for 10, 15 years. Right. I mean, they were great ideas and thoughts, but we were too young to for figure sure. That out. Right. And we're like, so we call the local. I'm sorry, days is so long. But no, we no, call, no. But I love this story. I so we call story. the local comedy club, and they'll like, just call them up and see if you can get up. We call them up, and they're like, "How old are you?" And we're like, 15. They were like, uh, "This is a bar. You can't. You can't even right. get in here. You're not from here." We call them back, and we're Disney. and kind of relieved. We call back Ruben and Core, and we're like, "Hey, relieved that we don't have to now go up and do this thing." Right. Uh, too bad. You're gonna have to make the decision off the tape, right? So there, we said they won't let us in. We're 15, and it's a bar. And right. they said, "Hold on a second. They call, and then five minutes later, the club calls us back and is like, "You're up this Tuesday." We're like, "Oh uh. my god!" So we had to like. Get rid of all the stuff that was other people's stuff and write this other <laughs> stuff and put it all down. And it was like. Well, wait, what did, do you remember what you wrote? So I remember we did this one bit that was very conceptual, kind of in the ways of things that we did. I mean, in school, we had a bit that I, that the best bit that we did in, in for the school thing was there was a math club called Moo Alpha Theta. Hilarious, <laughs> right? Math club, <laughs> like a Greek fraternity of math nerds. And uh, our bit was that they, their membership wasn't that, you know, they they weren't getting enough members. They want to kind of expand the net, so to speak, in terms of getting new members. So we're like, they should hire the guys who do the truck and tractor pull commercials to like do right. a commercial for these guys. And then we launch into it. It's Moo Alpha Theta <laughs> this Saturday, Saturday, Saturday with a truck and pro tractor pull. It was like that sort of stuff. <laughs> Funny, fast, back and forth. And it got laughs. I mean, is it the most brilliant thing in the world? No, but for a 14 year old, it's not bad. I was going to say, it's not, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. So then at the club, we... Everybody who were like big comedians at that time in 1987, early 87, a lot of comedians would do like a rap song mm. finish. Can mm. remember NWA? It yeah. all sort of falls into the same thing. So, you know, like, I'm Vanessa something and here to say. And it's like a lot of white people doing the rap. Right. And like, it's so bad. Meanwhile, we were huge fans of the Beastie Boys because the Beastie Boys were almost as big of an influence as anybody in terms of comedy because they were having fun together. Right. Their style was one verse, one verse. Maybe they'd come together on a third verse. That very much defined our style. And we love them. And they were out and new and funny and cool. And so, so we were like, let's do a twist on that whole thing. So we were already doing alternative stuff. So at the end of our set, but we didn't realize how this was going to go over. We just wrote this thing. We said, you know, everybody loves to do the big rap finish. This is a thing in comedy. You guys know this. If you've seen a lot of comedy, everybody loves that big rap finish. Right. So we <laughs> thought we would do that for you guys tonight. A big rap finish. And we reached down and pick up a bunch of 
boxes and <laughs> wrapping paper. And we're like, That's we just have some holiday gifts so that we want to do. And it was just us so gift wrapping. So there's no jokes. Like if we were smarter, we would have written more jokes with it or made it seem kind of like it. But it was kind of a funny concept. That That's we did. really, really funny. We send yeah. that tape off. Nothing. We hear nothing. And I, my th- guess, because we've never found it, is like they never really went forward and did the show. Right. But it was for us to hear from these people that you guys were in the top 10 of tapes that we've seen. Yeah. Gave us the incentive to be like, it's more than just our friends are like, you guys are funny. Yes. So we kind of took that underneath us and like for the rest of high school, didn't really get up and do more stand up except when between senior year and uh, 1990, between senior year and when we went to college at the University of Michigan, we got up all the time, all the time. Like in St. Louis, we were getting up like every, or we, we got up a lot. I mean, it was actually, we didn't get up there. It was like somewhere between our junior and senior year of college. We were getting up all the time in St. Yeah. Louis and doing stand up. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, Days. No, I mean, I did stand up when I was 10. Yeah, you were hilarious. Yeah. And it was all original. So good. Uh, (laughs) And And you didn't didn't bite anyone's bits. You didn't plagiarize. No, I was. Because I I wouldn't let her. Because I'd been through that experience. He was like, don't. He was like, just do. This is the product of someone who has seen someone go through it. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't have to make those mistakes. What do you remember your, your bits? I mean, I did a whole thing on Star Wars and I found we found the video. I dressed exactly like him. Mm-hmm. Had everything on. <laughs> and I walked out and uh I said I was like I was doing some doing some crowd work. I was talking to me. I was like, hey, has anyone seen, you know, Star Wars The Force Awakens? Because I was just, just come out. Came and out. I was like, I saw it twice because I thought that George Lucas needed to make some more money. Great and joke. I was like 10. Great joke. I had like g- dark green Uggs on. It was like, I, you know, but I was I was doing this and I was I went into a bit about how I was we had to watch all of the Star Wars movies before we were allowed to go see Force Awakens. And we watched the prequels and I thought I was being grounded. Like Things like that, where, yeah. and then I, you know, I did Jar Jar Binks, more like Jar Jar Stinks. Oh, but it was like it was like things like that, and I, I did a thing about how I thought Red Riding Hood's parents were irresponsible. Like that was just good. These are good like little things that I, you know, but I was, you know, ten, and I did it and better than what I did when I was ten. Great, but I mean that. So and we, I wouldn't let him help at all. I was so, like, you can't tell me what to do. I was like, do not give me anything. Do not give me any jokes. I was like, I don't want. I don't want it to be influenced by you. I want it to be my own thing. <laughs> you like give me hope because you She's are a hopeful. Awesome no, kid. truly, because you like like your parent, but you're also like a really good parent and a cool. My parent. mom and dad are really cool. So, do you have do friends that are like I fucking hate my parents? Yeah, no, I have a lot of friends who don't, who love my parents. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, well, you can come over to my house. Like, yeah, are oh sleepovers still a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have. I'm really lucky to live in a neighborhood where. I have really close friends walking distance, you know, go sleep over at someone's house or we can just hang out in the neighborhood. And like, I went on a walk around the Silver Lake Reservoir yesterday. Yeah. That's like, so, this is nice. so nice. She's, this, like I said, this kid could have been a, if she would have been a teenager when I was young, right. we would have been friends. Or yeah. if I met her at a USY convention, what, we'd what be a like, nice we feeling. would be buddies and we'd be friends because she doesn't need... She's not so much a product of what's going on right now. I she's can see a, that. Of a different yeah. time, but also very current and as to like what she knows she's up on everything. She's not like anti that. Of course. Yeah. But doesn't need it to create happiness and joy in her life. My 15-year-old, and, and by the way, she goes to a performing arts high school yeah. right. downtown. Like I'm LA. so jealous. I grew up in D.C. and I 
begged my parents to let me go to Duke Ellington, which was like yeah. where Chappelle went and was yes. like the performing arts school. Yes. And they're like, no, they're what like, gonna, no. What are you going to do that? What are you exactly. going to grow up and do a podcast? And Literally. You're like, Mom, Dad, how do you know what podcasts are? That <laughs> no. doesn't come for another 30 years. Truly. <laughs> that's that's the, what they would. They were like, no, what are you you're do? not doing that. Yeah. No. Oh, so, I've been very, I've been really well supported. Are you, do you nice. act? Like, what, what yeah, do you, I act. Um, and I'm like in the theater academy at my school, but I also um, I do cinematography and I really like writing and I really like she directing. Was, yeah. So, so I, you're going to go to college or no? Yes. Yes. Because I know a lot of kids are like, fuck college. So she got, yeah. So, so she's in the, we're in that process we're right, right now. We're right in that right so now. I feel like Decisions I'm back are coming back, which has been crazy. <laughs> and I've been applying to a lot of places for film and for writing. And Cool. Uh, Did you have to take the SATs? I took the ACT. Oh. Me too. Um, I had to take it three times. I, when I took the ACT, it was like deemed the test that yeah, like, yeah. it was like, I remember being embarrassed. I, I was like, I have to take the it's ACT. It's such a well, stupid the, test. The thing is that like, it's so, it's in a, we're in a weird limbo right now because it was test optional for seniors in 2020 and seniors in 2021. So they don't have so to submit their scores. It's still test optional for me this year. And so for some places I can say, oh, I don't want to submit my scores. And some schools I can say, yes, I do want to submit my scores. Which is helpful, but a lot of friends I know just didn't take it, didn't take any yeah, of the tests like, at all. Yeah, they're like, screw this. I'm not like, gonna well, take I don't it. have to. I mean, I famously fell asleep during the SAT, <laughs> and my mom thought I was narcoleptic because oh I, <laughs> I fell asleep. I just essentially filled out my name and like mm-hmm. handed it in. My score was. I don't know, whatever it was to fill out your name, like 750. It was like the, yeah. for filling out the page. <laughs> and <laughs> and after that, I was like, I can't do the SAT because I'm not a math brain. And I, I feel like you need I. to. Super difficult is math and all that other stuff. And I was the same way. And I'm like, you're not going to need whatever no. exists. You're not going to need it moving forward. Like, I'd much rather you write the best essay that they've ever 100%. seen. 100%. Or write an essay. They're reading all yeah. these essays about, I started this nonprofit and I did this thing and I did that. And then you come in with like just a banger of a hilarious, funny showing who you are without explaining who you are. And you do it that way. And so like we really kind of spent a lot of time kind of making sure that it was – Tip top and and her stuff is amazing and Thank so you. she already got into Emerson which is amazing for the Huge. comedic arts program. I have a bunch of friends that went to Emerson. See Everyone what I'm has every single person that I've met has just said good things. And I gotta say, a lot of my friends went to Emerson. Very successful. Yep. Direct. A lot of them are directors. That's very. So, so that's great. it's great to know. We know a couple. We like know a couple professors there that I didn't know were professors there, but friends of friends or mm-hmm. writing partners of people. And we've spoken to them. It just sounds like an incredible program. Yeah. And we're waiting to hear back from Michigan. So Okay, yeah. I know that I ragged on Boston a lot. Sorry, Boston people. <laughs> it's okay. But I will say I was just doing shows in Boston in December at the Wilbur Theater. Shout out to the Wilbur Theater. Shout out. Beautiful yeah. theater. By the way, good for you. Fabulous for time. That. Well, it was with my dear friend Matt Rogers. We had a gorgeous time. Nice. But I will say I liked Boston this time around. So Good I think to hear. Good college, to hear. That's what I was saying. As a college kid going there with a bunch of other college kids, and that yeah. school's right on Boston Common. It's amazing. It's beautiful, I'm too. I'm so psyched for her and so yeah. proud of her that she got in there. And so now we wait to hear from Michigan Northwestern. I do Carnegie have to Mellon. say, you know, as the wife of a Wolverine, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> you should go to Michigan. Yes. My husband studied film at Michigan. He did. He? He did. Yeah, that's that's what I applied to. So he there's a great, so. now there's, which didn't exist when I was there, now there's an incredible film and TV department there. Sketch Jim, comedy Sketch class. comedy wow. and all sorts. Of, they have like a little TV studio and all this stuff. 
So Jay and I have gone back there and like right. guest taught classes and stuff when we've come back. And it is, it is incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, I simultaneously, this is like a super wonderful time and a super hard time because we're going to lose her next year. No. So she goes to this performing arts and then my other daughter, Georgia, is in 10th grade and she's very much- she's really a, trendy. She's a very she much a product what's of on. what's going on right now. She has her own style and does her own things and is very- but she's, she's on the, very cool. She's very she's much really on the cool. very tip of what's going on. Mm. You right need now. both, you know. Yeah. You have to have both. It's Balance incredible. It out. She goes to a big public high school Crazy. here in Los Angeles, and she runs track for them and does that. But like, is she's a, the athlete? I'm the artist. She's a different kid. Yeah. And it's super interesting to see the dichotomy of both of them. So I'm like experiencing high school in a very cool, weird performing right. arts high school where it's like no matter you can't be weird enough at that school mm -hmm. there really aren't clicks it's just a awesome mixture of like really cool people whoa sweet man cave thanks serious upgrade how'd you pay for all this i got a home equity line of credit from figure i was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days wow that fast and easy yep the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Do people wait? I have I have two questions for yes. both of you. Yes. Sure. Same question. Two. One. When I whenever I think of high school and like the eighties, mm -hmm. I think of you know movies, and I sure. think of the John I think Hughes. of clicks. I think of like cool jocks, kids, the cool jocks. kids, theater, yes. the freaks, yes. like whatever. Yeah. So was that prevalent at your high school, and is it prevalent at your high school? Because Whenever I talk to my cousins who are mm, a senior in high school, mm -hmm. they're kind of like, but they go to high school in rural country, yeah. middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, yeah. which yeah. is a whole different thing. There's the Amish clique. <laughs> yeah, they're like, the Amish they're the Amish. They're Guys, the, who's parked their buggy in my spot right here? Amish. You I can't mean, park that in the assistant principal's. It, it, no, it's very, it's very take the ATV to school. Like I 100% hear that. And I'm almost, almost more scared of those schools because those kids are so bored. They're like, let's give each other electric shocks and see how no. fun that is. You're like, you could die. Don't hook your nipples up to that car yeah. battery, you dummy. It's very that. It's yes. whereas like in LA there's just so much to do. I feel like it's like less of like we need to do crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel grateful that I grew up in DC, but we were also wasting so I mean, uh so we would just go to so much so many concerts. It was a big music I town. Love concerts, and I feel grateful that I spent a lot of my time doing that. It's great. She yeah. goes to we encourage her to go out and yeah. go check out as much. I mean, LA gets all the best. Bands, Everything. So yeah. 
everything. So she wants to go to that. It's it's good. Like, you, your experiences just. Ha- I mean, the last couple of years screwed everybody. All these poor kids who like yeah, because yeah, you didn't you didn't even rough. get your so you didn't get your sophomore. I didn't get my so- half of my freshman year or my sophomore year. But wait, clicks. Yes, were they they were a thing so in your high school? They were definitely a thing in our high school. And Jay and I prided ourselves on not being really in any of them. Being Although, a floater. Being a floater, we were in all of them. So mm-hmm. like we were with the nerdy kids. At the because all of our we class, were the smart kids. guys, we were in the. I don't know if I mentioned. Yeah, this, no, you didn't mention uh, that. You didn't mention we that earlier. So there were that, and then we played sports. So like we were kind of could hang with those guys, the theater kids, because yeah. we did some theater stuff, which was really cool. And so we were part of the performative element of our high school. Yeah, and then like the Jewish kids because right. they were in our. I was gonna say, was there a big Jewish population? So there was like. No, but there was <laughs> not at my school either. No, it's like thirty really? percent, maybe, which huh? is not bad. I mean, it was right. a good mixture, but or maybe like twenty yeah. percent in our school. So you kind of were like, definitely, you weren't like the only right. Jewish person in your class. But again, we kind of were a little bit less of. We were out. Not Creep Corps was just a little, like I said, I, I can only describe it as more dirt baggy. Right. Yeah. Working class is probably the better term right. to use, but uh, so there were less, less Jews. But I mean, it was a great mix. A lot of our kids in the youth groups. That's like right. kind of why we went to those youth group stuff too. Right. I love that because there were you could hang with kids who were seniors and and juniors, and right. so yeah. we were less reliant on ourselves to like get a ride and go here. We someone just pick us up and we'd go out and do yeah. stuff. Did, are there cliques in your high school? It's or is it just like one weird. big nebulous blob? Well, because we have academies. It's a, you know, music and dance right, and right, visual right. arts and media arts and theater. And so not necessarily, but because when you're doing art, you're so vulnerable and you have to be able to trust the people that you're around to put up your art or perform it. Right. And so there are a lot of people that I just feel very comfortable with at my school and what if someone was like after every like really sensitive performance would just stand there and be like, Nerds! Yeah. See, that's what we don't have. And, that's... and then you yell at that person. They're like, that's my art. Yeah. Oh. Why are you making fun of my artist <gasps> to say nerd? And wow. why are you why are you yucking my I mean, yum? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, sometimes I'm like, why don't we have sports at our schools? Because we don't have sports. But then we're like, wait, no, no, no. We don't want sports because at my school, the sports they are the are theater the performances. So I am in a in a weird way the like jock Athlete, of the school. Right. People come up to me and we have a really great culture of students wanting to Amazing. come see the performances and come see the shows that that sometimes like I mean I was I was a lead in the musical last year and people would come up to me okay. for autographs in the hallway. They'd be like, Can you sign oh my, my poster? God. I'd be like, Oh my God, of course. And so it's like very What was the musical? It was a it was a workshop piece. That's the other really cool thing about being in a performing arts school in LA is that in there LA. are people I mean, French Stewart's wife wrote this like oh gorgeous God. play that was really cool that was kind of based on Dr. Caligari. Yeah, the cabinet of, yeah. Cabinet of Curiosity. Yeah. So, like, wrote this play about it, and she so, was in it. That... So, it, it, we get workshop pieces, and we I wrote a devised, I helped write a devised piece for my fall play. So, it's it's very cool to get to to do those kinds of things. But, um, yeah, there's no real Jewish population either at my school. I run not, the Jewish not, Student Union. There you does. go. It's and not, we have fun it's meeting. It's not clicky, really, It's not all. very, it, I mean, there's... 
there are people that are more well known at the school because they participate in in most of the stuff. But then, you know, it's really cool, and I feel very close with my with a majority of my senior class because so nice. we all sort of bonded over Zoom and and over the so trauma, we, the collective trauma the of collective COVID, trauma the of weirdness COVID. of it. Um, well, when I was a senior in high school, I was smoking pot mm-hmm. out of a crushed <laughs> aluminum can, like an apple, and yeah, an apple, <laughs> yeah, it out. screw it with like I would take a wine. Opener, so you're doing much better I than never I did was. That. Really? Well, I'm, okay, so now I know that I need to get to our high school guidance counselor. I'm I'm keeping track of my head, but I do need to know: Were you in love in high school? Did you have a high school love? Yeah. Are you in love? And did you do drugs and and drink? And do you do Some drugs and very drink? Very scary thing we're talking <laughs> about here. Um, so was I in love in high school? Yes. Oh my God. I mean, so again, I went to Jewish summer camp and like right. you go there to to camp for eight weeks. Hormonal, like, raw. It's like <laughs> intense. I'm like, I love I'm in love with this person mm-hmm. and that person. And like oh. just there were I had girlfriends and oh my God, there was a counselor I was in love with. I always oh. loved older women. I was like, and my wife is a couple years older than me. So like I there don't you know go. what it is, but I was like <laughs> I love this girl so much. And and then we were in high school, not so much at my high school. Right. So I was not really in relationships there. But again, through all these other means and ways, we found other people. And so I definitely had people that I was in love with, for mm. sure. For sure. Girlfriends, people that I'd pine away for. Yeah. And like long distance relationships. LDR. Like she's in Minneapolis. Oh. And again, without cell phone or FaceTime. It's crazy. You're just like trying to call and... <laughs> <laughs> and like your phone bill would be so big and your parents would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You got to like time it out. You call this time and I'll call that mm-hmm. time. And, you know, I mean, but that was, there was a fun sort of game with all of that too. And the excitement of not having all that access, you'd build it all up to want to talk yeah. to that person late at night, lights off in your room. And you'd, it's like, you know, that, that aspect of it, I think was really sweet too. As far as like drinking, yes, we drank and stupidly drank like yeah. we'd drink at a party and then go to taco bell and order a 10-piece taco bell and <laughs> oh, as i'm God. eating it i'm like this is just gonna come up yeah like, yeah yeah shortly after <laughs> and it's gonna look exactly the same <laughs> damn you taco bell uh so we did that and yes we smoked a little pot and i and it's like do i regret it i mean no I don't because I'm not like a big drug person. So it's like. Well, it didn't negatively influence your life or impact your life. It didn't take over. It wasn't like we were doing it all the time. Right. And we were also very responsible. Like we knew like we can't because we had like we had like a friend of the family whose son was killed by a drunk driver. And so we were like, all right, we 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 can't be that because that sort of ran through our whole circle of people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we just have to be smart. You're not going to do this. Like if you're driving, there were designated drivers amongst our group of friends. We were just very smart about it. Well, St. Louis. We were the smart kids. Yeah, you had to reiterate the smart kids. But it was, you know, it was the Midwest. I mean, Budweiser. Budweiser. It was more like more shameful things like Bartles and James. Love or Bartles Boone's and James. Farms or Mad Dog 2020. Oh, Mad Dog 2020. That stuff was terrible. It was like very flavored stuff. And, you know, but we just, again, I, th- I don't think I got drunk for the first time until college. Like wow. really got wasted and throwing up in the yeah. room spinning and all that stuff. And then, as soon as that happened, I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. Yeah, it's awful. What? Who, who loves this? Yeah. Like I just didn't have that 
gene, thankfully, inside of me that was like, you got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah. I kind of knew right away. It's like putting your hand on a hot stove. Yeah. You do it once and then you're like, wait, I, I don't need to do that. Again. Unfortunately, I had to do that about like 30 times. <laughs> and Before then you finally realize, this did, is yeah. not good. I was like, it's hmm. so shiny and bright. <laughs> yeah. let, me put, let me do that thing again. I was like, well, this won't happen to me if I play Edward 40 hands, right. which became a game <laughs> right? after Edward's. That, that's not a game anymore. No. Okay. No. So, <laughs> so, all right. So now let's hear it from yeah, her. Yeah. Are you? Oh. What's the, what? What are the vibes? Well, also, I if mean, you don't feel comfortable no, disclosing, no, no. but you guys feel very close. So we're, I'm yeah. like not worried. We're super close. We're, yeah. and she's about to go out to college. So, so you know, like, it, I, I won't know what she's doing in college. Yeah. So. Well, you know, but I mean, I went to summer camp, and I obviously though the camp, oh, the camp romance camp and all that is a whole thing. Mm -hmm. My first kiss. Shout out Jake Schatz in Toronto, Jake Canada. Um, but I, and you know, and I, I've, I'm not a like huge, like just, I really like relationships and I like being with people and connecting with people. And I've like, I'm kind of into everyone and whatever. And I have a girlfriend right now, which is really cool. Nice. And they were super, have been super accepting about it, which is awesome. And the sort of message I in our like family that. is just, be with the person who makes you Did happy. you meet her at summer camp? No. No, I, no. she goes to a different school. Okay, how'd you meet? Um, we met at a mutual friend's birthday party. Okay, um, which was so mutual. fun. And it's just been like, cool. it's what, I like, came over for dinner yesterday and it was just me and my dad and, and we had dinner. Uh -huh. Um, which is just cool. so fun. And I mean, my girlfriend has like a red convertible and we just kind of ride around town. Okay, to, like, living the life. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, they volunteer at the smell and like, like always like in the music and concert scene and we have like a bunch of friends who just love to like, I mean, I, in the craziest way, like I went, I had a friend, I have a friend, a camp friend who visited from New York and we got together with a bunch of friends and went out to a restaurant and talked about why we make art and why we love art. I love it. Just had a very real conversation and it was I'm like, like disturbed. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like not a typical. Listen, we have our moments and we of definitely, course, of course. you should see her goddamn room, clean your room. <sighs> she clean always, your room. I don't want to clean my room. She got to clean your room. It's, I'm, I say you got to clean your room because you're going to be in a room with someone next year. Yeah. And, and I if they walk in and habits, like, yeah. if they get very stressed out by a mess, like you're going to create stress for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, let me tell you a story. Mm. I had a messy room, shocker. And <laughs> wow, you were so my, well put together. <laughs> yeah, I had a messy room. Uh -huh. And I, my mom would always be like, clean your fucking room. Yep. Yeah. And she would be like, it, it, it was just bad. Then I go to college mm -hmm. and I have a roommate mm -hmm. who very organized, very neat. Very neat Did and, that whip you into shape? No. no, because she, actually, let me no. tell you, that roommate moved out. Of course. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going to live in this squalor. Are you yeah. kidding me? Because I did my freshman year of college at the University of Arizona, oh okay, boy. which I went there to study photography, so Great. I wasn't like fully party deranged school, yet. Beautiful. But party school for Tucson, sure. Tucson, baby. Tucson, but I was only there for a year and then I moved to New York. Wow. And I went to Parsons. Wow. Art yeah. school. I have a friend who gone to Parsons, there. Paris. But. Let me just put it to you this way. I am still 
dealing. Nope, I'm not a messy person anymore, but I have a little habit that my husband likes to call piles. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my wife's grandmother used to say, I'm a pilot. I pilot over here. I pilot over there. there. I pilot over there. That's what I do. And I have piles everywhere. Get your pilot's license. And it's embarrassing now. And had I just made it a better habit when I was your age, I wouldn't be a pilot. Listen to her. Yes, I'm listening. This is the worst words I can say to this kid ever. We do this joke. We did. So I have bits with my fan that I mm. love. Like, so again, this is what being a comedian is because I'm like, certain bits are just for us. Yes. They're not for anybody else. Although I'm doing this on this podcast. Yeah. So I guess it's not just for us. Yeah. But the worst thing I can, the three worst words, the yeah. four worst words I can ever oh, yeah, say four, to this kid is, Days, can you, you just. just- can you just? Yeah. It's the worst thing because whatever comes out no, next. No, I can't. She doesn't want to do it. Just. Can you just clean yeah. up your room? No. Can you just take a shower? No. Can you just put this in that room over no. there? It's like the no. war. Can you just? Why would you say that to me? And the way you say "can you just" <laughs> is, is like so the worst. mean. It's no, so it's the mean. Worst. It's like. It's not that big of a deal. I'm like preemptively taking her. I don't want to do oh, it yeah. and being like, can it's not just, that big of a deal. Can you just? Can you just do can this? Can you just do I this? I can't just. I remember my mom, every, no one would call me Greta. Everyone would call me a nickname of right. sorts. And whenever I would hear Greta, I would know You're it was. You're in deep trouble and was, you got to do something that you don't want to do. I have to do something I don't want to do. And I used to be like, did you know that the most brilliant creative minds are messy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they say people that are. Are incredibly brilliant and creative. Don't have That's organized right. rooms. I mean, it's I get like freaked out. It just you know, again, because we're in a creative thing. Like yeah, I, I need like a space to be. It can't be cluttered, or else I can't. Yeah, I can't think. Or so anyway, I'm terrible about that. But like she's, and then her sister is like super. Her sister wants to be a designer, like my wife, and so she's very. She offers particular. to clean my room for me. She'll do it, but she's very particular. <laughs> is she a shower person? Yes. Are all... you are you are you a shower person? I am a shower. I'm. My, I'm my not. I'm going to tell you right now. I let my skin marinate, honey. I let my skin marinate. Your skin looks great. So I mean, <laughs> this is a good. This is basically a, 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 you know, like a PSA for not showering. But I will say, people will judge you in college. Yeah. you get to college, and you your roommate it. will like clock it, and you'll yeah, be like, know, "Oh you shit!" Gotta shower. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't be non-shower girl. You can no. like no, no, no. later. You 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 definitely want to. So anyway, but I mean, there's. I'm a no shower girl. I hate showering. I don't want to yeah. get wet. Like that aspect of it. What? It is. It is really. <laughs> I shower like one, like one twice a day. Maybe. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm I sh- a big shower person. I'm like I like shower every other day. Here, yes. Here's what I'm gonna say. I work is that out. Bad? Is that bad? No. Uh, that is painting hey, a no, rosy. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even notice that I shower, yeah. and I will have showered, and then you come down and you're like, "Can you just shower?" Can you I'm just like, take I a did. shower. Yeah, I did. Jace, can you just? No. Here's the thing. If you're not stinky. You know, know. this kid's wonderful. If you're not stinky, and like, how often did we used to shower? People probably walked around smelling like shit in the 1800s. Yes, and I agree. And I agree for your skin, it is not, and for your hair, it's not good to like wash it every day. But no, it's good for your, you know, my body and soul. Or do you drink and do you smoke? I can't smoke. I can't do drugs because my mom. Most awesome, amazing, hippie, burning man woman has told me all of her scarring, terrible, mm. near-death experience stories. Now, do you think this is propaganda for to scare you? Do you think these <laughs> well, are scare tactics? No, she is very honest with me, and uh-huh. both of them are very open and honest with my sister and I. And they, you know, they're like, "I'm not 
telling you no, but I'm telling you my experience. Right. I'm telling you that some of the stuff is genetic and your reaction might not be the best. And in the most like annoying way, like my voice is my instrument. And Absolutely. I, I like talking and I don't want to mess with anything that could in the future impair my ability to do accents and to do voices and to be able to project as loud as I can or to sing as well as I can. Um, but like if I'm at a party, I will like drink in, in moderation. I also don't like to black out. I don't like to not remember how my night went. Yeah. But well, I, I'm not like. In a weird situation. Right. And then after I'm very honest with them about it because the sort of environment that we've built in my family is like it's not that you shouldn't do things, it's right. that you should be responsible and yeah. smart, smart and honest. Well, and I had a fake ID in high school and I would put like talcum powder in my hair to make <laughs> myself look older and wear like dress clothes and walk out no, there. But, I it's mean, like McLovin. I'd be like, what's up? Loving. You know, just working for the city. Wait, yeah. you had baby powder in your hair? <laughs> to make suit? it seem... Yeah. It's like salt and pepper. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. so, we, yeah. so we went, we were fortunate enough this past summer to take these guys. We went to visit my wife's brother and his Italian wife. Mm. She, he lives in Australia. He's seven years older than her. And they have a seven-year-old son. And they he was married before and has two adult kids from that marriage. And so we all met in Italy over the for summer. For his birthday. For, for his 60th, my 50th. And it was like, it was a really wonderful trip. But while we're going through Europe and going through Italy and going out to dinner. You have to have wine like with you your dinner. Try right. a little bit of this and try some of the champagne and try this stuff. Not that we're trying to get our because kids Because it's supposed to, it's supposed to be the flavor profiles. It's supposed to fit together. It's supposed I'm to be like, the it's, experience. I'm like, treat alcohol like a wheel of cheese. I you love would that. never eat a whole thing of brie no. cheese because it would make you sick. Yes. You'd throw up. But if you have a little bit of this with a little bit of this and a little bit of this, it's and supposed have, to taste good. You treat like it that like a very strong cheese. Oh my God. Okay. We are officially, oh, the knock is on the door. We're officially in the high school guidance counselor's Ooh. office. I could literally talk to both of you for about seven hours. Yes. So I do so need fun. to keep it moving. Okay. Um, in this segment of the podcast, mm -hmm. we get to rectify a wrongdoing of high school's past. Ooh. You get to, you know, apologize to someone, say fuck you to someone, whatever <laughs> it is you want to do, yield this time, whatever that little annoying memory is. Now you just get to heal those wounds. And then wow. you get to do this too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Find wow. something that's not too fresh. Not too fresh. Not going to get you in trouble. Right. Of rectify something that I that I did in high school or was done, done to, to you to me, you know it's funny because we did kind of control our our thing throughout high school. Like mm -hmm. we 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 had control over our stuff, and when high school got not fun or we are ever feeling like oh I don't want to hang out with these people or whatever, mm -hmm. then we. Uh, we just bolted to these other areas. But I remember- And you had each other. And we had each other, which was a big thing. But I remember one time I was dry, I was going to, a, like we were at a party. I was like going to find parking at a house party. And like I saw my friend and I waved to my friend as I'm driving. Meanwhile, my car's alignment was a little bit off. Mm -hmm. So it would just start to drift to the right a little bit. <laughs> and it like, hit my other friend's car. No. And I didn't say anything about it. 
because I was like, it's probably not that big of a yeah. hit. But another friend of ours or a guy who we knew, who I didn't love, saw it and then told my friend. <gasps> and like that created like a rift between the two of us. So what I want to say is to the other friend who saw it, fuck you. His car was a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. So like, I don't care. So there's that. And then another car related thing is we didn't have a car. We borrowed our parents because uh, our parents just didn't have like the money to buy right. us our own car, let alone two cars for us. So we drove our mom's Pontiac 6000 Ellie, which- What color? Maroon. Love. And Mm -hmm. so we drove it and we were making a U-turn, an illegal Mm U-turn. Me and Jay were making a legal U-turn. And we didn't see that there was just a little- like lip a, yeah a tiny little lip and we went up over it and it completely destroyed like the oil pan underneath and so it started leaking oil so we had to go get it fixed without our parents knowing about it this was crazy we got it fixed and it cost like $600 to get it fixed and we had to sell all of our baseball cards oh, our best God. baseball cards just to pay for it oh. meanwhile our parents had an idea that like something of happened course. and we fixed the car but if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would not make that illegal U-turn. No. Because that was just stupid on our part. But then again, I'm a stupid person in life today. We took a an RV trip. Oh, we God. rented an RV in, in and I should have known this from that story. We rented an RV in uh, Colorado and drove all around Colorado. We were trying to get out of a, I'm going to cut to the chase. We were trying to get out. <laughs> we were trying to get out of a parking lot and there was a beer truck halfway, like blocking half of the entrance and exit of the parking lot. And my dad thought, oh, the RV can fit through this halfway entrance. Which it could fit through there, but then I had to take a wider swing to get on the road, but I didn't do it. Instead, I just made a normal turn the way I would within a car, not a 24-foot freaking RV. And there was a oh. little rock, like 16 inches from the ground that you couldn't see from the car, and it busted in the door. And I'm just no. driving, and it's just like pushing the, the door, but no. it completely destroyed <gasps> the door. So on my 20th anniversary... On the day, we're sitting in a parking lot waiting for seven sitting hours. Sitting in a construction site. for like someone to come and fix. drunk guy comes up and he's like, I can give you guys turkey. <laughs> the kids want turkey. <laughs> get, get, get the kids in the, in the trailer over here and I'll give them a turkey leg. I'm like, well, there's a point at which <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah, we're good. We're good. He's yeah. like, do you want me to do more? We're like, we do not need you to do more, sir. Hey, I'm going to help put this. And he like, it was. That's. So he's like, funny. I got a problem with that place across the street. I got fired three months ago. Oh, and I'm like, my this God. is what's happening on our anniversary. Again, because I'm a stupid idiot and didn't realize I need to make a wider turn. What so, happens? No more U-turning for you. Bookmarked Mm-mm. in my life are two yeah. just huge issues that of me not understanding how to make a turn. Yeah. What did you learn when you turned 50? No more U-turns. No more U-turns. <laughs> no more U-turns. In life, well that's a great thing. Keep going down your yeah. path. Don't, Don't U-turn, U-turn around. Just keep going. Um. Do you have any grievances? I do. I do. I've won from last year. Okay. That let's I get it out there. being a bit of a jerk and I was being a bit of a, a theater mm. kid. Okay. And um, I had a I had my musical and mm-hmm. I was very proud of it. I put a lot of time into it and I really wanted all my friends to be able to come see it. And my and one of my best friends was doing tech uh-huh. for her production of Mamma Mia, 
and at a different school. Okay. And, and in your mind, you're like, well, you're doing Mamma Mia. Right. And I was being a little pretentious. Mm-hmm. And I, I was being really pretentious. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't come see my show because it coincided with her tech week. Mm-hmm. And I got, I was just so emotional and so upset. I was like, can I, wait, weird. are we allowed? You emotional. Me emotional? Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. yeah sure. I was you being a bitch. I was being a bitch. Bitch yeah. is also not a curse it's word. It's not, you know, but, well, in this house, <laughs> I've been cursing it. She's been um, like, is, do you consider bitch no, a curse no, no, word? No, no, no. no, but like, I've been dropping F-bombs She's been like dropping crazy. F-bombs it's, in our house a lot. Yeah. You will be, here's what we, we got to clean up the room and we got to clean up that filthy mouth. Exactly. I was, F-bombs in there that needs to be. I mean, but I was really being, I'm being a bitch. And I, 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 inst- I ghosted my friend. I didn't, I didn't respond to any of her text messages. Mean. I was, it was, I was being really mean and yeah, I didn't you- respond. And then I wrote a two page letter and I was like, by hand, two, by hand, 200 hours I worked on my production oh my and God. you could, it was, t- I mean, it was like, you gotta from send the, that to me before it goes out. It was from the <laughs> like, I need to be like the tweet center. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to me like, and then I'll let you know if that goes yeah. out the door. It was so, I mean, it, because my show had just closed. Right. I was full of all the emotions. Right. And I was so, I was Wait, so. Wait, a theater kid a full theater, of all the emotions? Oh my God. You were living in your feels? I know. And I, so I wrote it all. And I, I put it in an envelope and I went to go see the production of Mamma Mia. And I, instead of saying anything to my friend, I just handed her the envelope <gasps> and I walked so away. Cold-blooded. It was terrible. And <laughs> and we are still, we are friends now. You we, made it through. We made up. We did, we had this, we had a stoop talk. She came to my, my, my doorstep and we sat and we talked and. Did you cry? I cried. I was, I felt terrible. I still feel pretty bad, but this is, you know, apparently she, which well within her right, read it to the entire cast and crew of Mamma Mia. They all read it where I was like, tech isn't as important, which is not true. You left a paper trail. I really did. And so it's become like, and so I've kind of like been winning back the trust of all these people who dislike me because I mean, imagine if if you if ragged on tech. I know, which I will well, never. Well, doll, you're the star. And here's the thing: I <laughs> do tech as well, she and does. I've done tech. I've had tech positions, so I understand how much work it is, and it's, I will never um, discredit it again. Also, but, can I say yeah. when I got COVID during your performance? You got co- both uh, my parents got COVID during my run, my no. run, my show. Now I saw it, and we did see it. We just didn't get to see it like four times. Like right, I right. To. She got so mad. I was at so upset. For getting, for getting sick. sick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we didn't do a good job of teaching you how to have empathy. That's wow. on us. No, no, no. Like, I mean, no. So it was like scenario. a very. Like, you got to treat sick people like in a different a very, way. Well, to be fair. We should didn't write me a letter. I was going to say, you're internalizing your failures as oh a parent. But I was with very, COVID. I was like very <laughs> emotional because. I was, it was, my parents couldn't come see it. Like, so it just became like a- Couldn't come see it a bunch, a of, bunch times. of times. We did see <laughs> I know, it. it's such a- Let's be honest about it. And she didn't want to get sick, I understand that. Well, but there was less of a- It was, so, so I- So it's good, those moments yeah. expose what you need yeah. to then yeah. teach so the kids. I'm, so then we yeah. had a huge talk where I was like, okay, you are going to have a very lonely life if you yeah. treat people this yeah. way and, in these moments. And it's not something, I don't act like this always. It's no, a very rare for me and, you know- it was you junior those, year, so. You got to have those It's intense. Junior year is really intense. It was like, it, it was right when everything was picking up and my AP tests and everything. And so I, 
But I'm here to say I'm sorry. There you go. I shouldn't oh, that's what this I shouldn't have said that's that. That's what I wanted. That's we what this podcast is all about. That's no. why you brought me here so that I can say even, this, sorry. These aren't even plugged in. <laughs> this, is, this is just yeah, this for me. This is a setup. This, this is, is all so I can. I'm an actor. Yeah. She doesn't have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Headgum doesn't all, exist. Yeah, this is all a setup. It's a big room. So I can say sorry. Mom's going to come out. Yeah, no. But I feel bad and I will never do it again. It's my, but that was, that's my do it again. And if we stop you in the middle and you say I'm sorry, but again, like there's no more letters for the, me. The, no more letters. So Never write anything down <laughs> because then you are, can always deny it. Yeah. Like, what? I didn't. I'm I didn't kidding. That my was advice my mom gave me. My mom said never leave a paper trail. Never leave a paper trail. Don't leave a digital paper trail. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Never digital do that. footprint is real. Do you not I know some text. people who just no. I'm like, <laughs> why them. are you doing that? Yeah, you call them and yeah. and honestly, you call them and you say, can we meet up? And then you yeah. meet up and, and then where's your phone? I don't want to see a voice memo being recorded. Exactly. You take it in the bags that they give at the By the way, though, this is another great thing about high school is that you think the stakes are high, mm-hmm. but the stakes are really in life. They're not that high. Oh, no. So it's good to have these screw ups. Oh, it's yeah. good to, to fuck up in high school. It's yeah. good because in the end, you learn school. from those moments. 100%. And then it's good to screw up in college, too. Yes. Because you know, it, 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 all of it is prep for you. Like mistakes and taking losses, taking an L, I think is something people don't do anymore. Taking you just have to ex- taking a loss. Like taking an L. 14 year old skaters. Yeah, taking an L. I also <laughs> think that something that you learn and you will continue to learn as mm-hmm. you continue to pursue the arts and creativity mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, I, like I, feel fortunate that I fail every single day. Like I literally fail every single day. And I, in high school, I remember my failures feeling so huge. Huge. How am I going to get over this? Right. And like, I feel, and and it would make me feel very defeated. And I would be like, kind of that feeling, like that intensity of your friends not being at this performance. It's like, that that is huge for you because that is your reality. Your whole world. And, you know, being able to have the strength to like even have perspective after a year yeah. is really big. Yeah. And it will only to continue to serve you the further down you go. Because, yeah. you know, I think it's a great honor to fail every day. I it love is. getting rejected by Hollywood every uh, single man. day. That's, those, that's, that's the reality that she's seen us like yeah. grow up with. That like there have been successes and wonderful things, but there are a lot of like, yeah. nope. There's a great idea that we pitched around and everybody said no. It's yep. crazy. Which is, I feel like so important to know before entering the industry and why I'm so lucky to be in LA and be around people mm-hmm. that know the reality of the industry so that I'm not, you know, I don't prance out here like, you're a Nepo baby, honey. <laughs> I know. And I, 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 have, I, I have feelings about that. I have. We have friends who are like, so I want her to put me in whatever she oh, does. Oh, no, he's my Nepo baby. I'm gonna yes. be, I want to be a Nepo daddy. No, you are a Nepo daddy. I will like, I write everything. I Every script I write has a twin part. That's of, wait. That's actually a really funny idea. Caring. You should write Nepo Daddy. Nepo oh, Daddy no. would be the ne- great because he's <laughs> my like. I, no, I am your Nepo. We'll, your we'll Nepo write that club. and we'll you'll shoot that as a thing. I but also would like to provide offer myself any parts <laughs> yeah, that you that's need. Right. Now you know, know each other. Um, yeah. I'm very versatile. My gynecologist did think I was 22 the oh other my day. God. That's so he's, you know he's checking that area. <laughs> yeah. so, so there you go. So that if you're 22 Verify. from his 
his perspective or her perspective, her, her perspective, then that's it. See, I you know, it up. Dr. Kornreg, uh, doc- shout out to her. Shout out. Weird name for a doctor. Of, anyway. Obsessed with her. Beverly Hills OBGYN. Yes. There you go. Did my, I have a question for you. Did your parents ever apologize to you for stuff that they did while you were in high school? Where they were like, oh, you know what? I overreacted right there. I'm really sorry. That's actually a very interesting question. Because we Um, think about that a lot. We do that. Yeah. We do that for these guys. That's really good. Because when we we fuck up, I'm always like, that was bad. My reaction to whatever I had going on and whatever. That was really bad. But if I apologize, then to me, you're teaching these guys how to apologize in those moments. Yeah. Um, to answer it short short and concise, no. <laughs> um, I gathered that by the my, way your mom would be like, clean your fucking room. Yeah. My parents... Mm, both my parents worked in politics. My parents were really, 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 really uh, to a flaw work obsessed people. Right. And by the time I came around, they were like, whatever. I was you were very the youngest. Yes. Of how I was many? the youngest of three. Wow. And my brother's 11 years older than me. Wow. So, like, there's, you know, there was. For I, I got to do whatever I wanted. Yeah, just and, make sure she has some food. And right. That's it. Yeah. And I was a very angsty, emotional teenager. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I also was someone that felt like I, I kind of like where you're saying you're not a kid that lives in another time fully. I was, Mm -hmm. I was like in my mind, I was like, I am living in like, I'm just listening to Zeppelin and like, I'm Uh listening to like whatever, like, and I would go through these phases, Uh these different musical phases, which really defined much of my identity. Anyway. Did my parents ever apologize? No. My mom was also like an alcoholic Mm -hmm. when I was Mm -hmm. a child and got sober my freshman year of high school. My dad was very like, you know, bless him. And my dad's alive. My mom's dead. All to say. I think if my mom were still alive, she would probably have apologized for some things. Mm -hmm. I think. Especially if she still was still sober. Yes, she was. through the 12 steps, you apologize. Yeah. And I think that I think something that my mom did apologize for was like. She was so hard on herself and so, Mm -hmm. like, intense with herself that that really rubbed off on, especially Mm -hmm. me and my sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I found myself being so hard on myself Mm -hmm. because that was kind of what I inherited through her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, the the way that I can talk to myself is crazy. Like, I would never say that to my friends or anyone I loved. So I think that, you know. So I – that's the way my brother and I are with each other. Yeah. But that's it's you're like, how close is your relationship? I'm like, it's so close. Yeah. That the things that you would only say to yourself, we say to each other. So, well, twins yeah. is really that's intense. intense. Yeah. Sometimes we're in the car and I'm like, have you told Uncle Jay that you love him? Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, he, knows, have you him? he knows. Have yeah. I told myself that I love Can myself? You yeah. no. Hug each other. Yeah. For have I hugged myself? No. I yeah, I think hug yourself. You know, my parents, as flawed as they were, I also, like, did have great parents. They yeah. always wanted my sister and I to be, like, independent thinkers, ask a bunch great. of questions, great. not really give a fuck. My mom would always tell me that high schoolers are lemmings running off the same cliff mm-hmm. and that I should just focus on myself, kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Yes. So great. I think, yeah, so it's, like, just. It was more of a figure it out. I mean, there's times where I feel like we're around these kids way too much. Right. Like, we're in well, their. Well, especially with COVID. And just in their business way too much. Like, we're just around all the time. And so I'm trying to be conscious of that. Okay. I have to wrap this podcast up. So fun. So very quickly, what did you wear to prom? And did you go to prom? 
So yeah, so I went to prom several years. Of course, like, that does not shock course, me because we were cool. Yeah, because you're cool and funny and, and we, smart. We we're just I just loved I loved the prom. The prom was great, and I went junior. I think sophomore, junior, and senior maybe. Whoa! I went with a junior in my sophomore year. Then of course, went, players gonna play. Players gotta play. Yeah. Older women, and then yeah. I think like and then I think junior. I went with a senior, and then I think senior year. I went with a teacher. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept bumping it up. Yeah. Just kidding, it's uh, the principal. Just kidding, yeah. it's the principal. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, the superintendent. Yeah. I just keep going. Uh, and so I th- th- I can just tell you one of the yeah. outfits that I just wore. Give me the, your favorite. So I wore a tux with tails. I love tails. that. A teal cummerbund. Beautiful. Black tux with tails, teal cummerbund, and teal bow tie. Beautiful. And I... Ooh. I'm going to say it. I looked like I was at any point, if there was a piano bench, I would sit down and flip my tails up. And, <laughs> yes. it. and if I could play piano, I would start playing. But I definitely felt like I was like part of the St. Louis Symphony. Oh, Harmonic my God. Orchestra. I love that. So I was like, why did I need tails? That because was you such did. a ballsy thing in, in St. Louis. So I wore the teal. And there were other people. Did your brother who, wear tails, too? Yes, he wore tails, too. And I think he had like a red tie. We're like, we're going to go and rent it from Mr. Tuxedo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like everything in St. Louis is like Mr. Mr. Yeah. Tuxedo. When I, at our bar mitzvah, it was like Mr. DJ. I'm like, you can <laughs> get more good. creative than that. I love Mr. DJ. Mr. DJ, Mr. DJ. was fantastic. And I love that. He probably lived in his van. Yes, <laughs> and offered turkey legs. Why, turkey legs yeah, exactly. yes. Why is there a sock next to this piece of equipment? Oh, because that's where I put all my dirty underwear. Um. Do you have prom? I have prom, but it's just a senior prom, so it's in April. Oh my god, and it's going to be your first one. It's my first prom. Yeah. Do you know what you want to wear? I don't know because they haven't released the theme. Oh, but there's been talk of the theme being something that I don't personally agree with. Oh which boy, is, what is it? They want to theme it Met Gala, except that my argument is that. Met Gala isn't a theme no, because it's not the Met theme. Galas have, have a theme, so you can't themes. I think Met Gala is just like just go nuts. Well, but then it should just be like I think they should theme it Met Gala Camp, and then everyone come because my school could do it. I mean, kids could come in the Met Gala Camp. You should should just be like, look, I love this idea. Let's just make it. Yes. So you need to approach them by saying, this is the best idea. So we have to find out. I love this idea. I love this idea. You're great. One little thing. Let's just throw this word on the end and it might help people a little bit more. But I don't know what the theme is actually going to be. But it's exciting because prom is 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 an exciting thing. get your her did. Are you going to ask your girlfriend? Yes. Are you going to do a promposal? I don't. Is that a thing? I'm... Are you anti? I'm like, I'm kind of anti the big, like, I don't, I get really... Like I would I never want to be I'm proposed call to the in scoreboard public. at the Staples Center. And she's <laughs> yeah. not going to do it. She's not going to do it. Tell the Clippers it's not happening. Like I, I, I don't. I would never want to be proposed to in public. Like I would, I or big promposal. Like that's not my thing. But I probably the plan is that I'm going to go to my girlfriend's prom and then she's going to go to my prom. So we'll just kind of like. It sounds very like egalitarian. Are you going to tell Nana about it? <sighs> Who knows? It'll be interesting. Oh, does, um, is Nana is Nana okay with it? We I don't know. We haven't talked about it. We haven't it talked yet, about it, but I don't know. I, I think don't Nana's know if gonna she be okay. Can, but like, you know, it's I feel like Daisy 
I mean, you said it doesn't matter who, you know, yeah. you, you kind of swing it all ways. And she manned, we don't know where yeah, she's going to no. land. Yeah. I think that concept is harder for, for like an older nana. person to understand. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the thing with older people, you just got to tell them and they're going to feel whatever they're going to feel. Really and yeah. you, you or just, just feel need... like, this is my friend and she doesn't yeah. have um, Exactly. But I mean, who knows? But the 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 plan is, I think, to go to both rounds and my girlfriend goes to a all is Jewish, but goes to an all girls Catholic private school. So it's going to be. Did she two... go to Marlboro? No. Oh. So it's going to be two very different proms got it um which will be interesting i went to the like all girl proms i know i went to the winter i mean ironically dance. she'll take communion at both yeah <laughs> um Met Gala Camp. but i i went to the winter dance and it was the most insane i was like it's professionally catered my winter dance was like out my like halloween dance was like outside underneath the it was like southwest awning. airlines they just threw a bunch of brags of pretzels <laughs> and like you get them yeah you yeah. you get it well that would be so fun yeah it's Please exciting. let us know what you end up wearing. Yeah, I will come just, back on just literally her Insta, come back follow on. Her on Instagram. I'm gonna follow you on Instagram, yeah. and I'm gonna they're gonna be like, who's this weird girl following you on Instagram? Yeah. Like, cool. um, Greta with one T. Greta with That's one T. Um, if you could give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Uh, don't get overly emotional about the things that you're getting overly emotional. I wasted a lot of energy, like when I lost girlfriends mm. or or did, things didn't happen my way and I was like super mad and super mad. And I feel like I just, what I've realized later in life is that, and it took the help of a psychic. I did talk to a psychic for us. Someone gave me a psychic yeah. for my 50th birthday. And I went into the conversation, not to make this longer, I'm sorry, you guys, but I went into the conversation saying like, listen, I don't believe in anything that you're about to do. However, right. I have an open mind. And if you say something that blows my mind, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. I will not. I was like, I'm being open-minded about yeah. this, but I'm a skeptical person. I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to question these things. I didn't even say I'm a comedian. I didn't want to give her that. I didn't want oh, to give her that. you know that I, yeah, well, off air, I'll tell you all about my psychic dalliances. <laughs> so I was like, that's my first time I've ever done it. And she said something really important to me that I was like, I took this, I was like, wow. She said, you were put on this earth. I'll do two things that she said that it's related to this. You were put on this earth and your main function is to have fun and enjoy yourself. Now, I don't say that to everybody. This is what's coming through, what the spirits are telling me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, but you, if you get involved in something that brings you down work-wise or otherwise, you got to get out of it because it will have real health ramifications, i.e. if you did a job you didn't want to do for a long time, you'll get cancer and die is what <laughs> she kind of said. And I was like, I, that is very true because when I get stuck in things – and I realized I am here to have fun. I am yeah. here to just have a blast. And like, yes, you have responsibilities and yes, you have things to do. But I know that I I have to be truthful to myself right. to get out of whatever mood I'm in right. and get into another mood because it has real health ramifications for me. And I believe that. And I didn't understand that in high school. And I wish I could tell myself that Yeah. because I would say to myself, all the things that you do right now that you really love – you will then be able to convert that into a life and a career that will go to people larger than your circle of of what it is. So just relax and have fun. That's I nice. wish I could say that to myself now about I know. what's going on in the future, but like that's that. And the last thing she said to me, this the other thing the psychic said to me is that she, I gave her my daughter's name and she was like, you 
were in a previous life with this kid. A circus performer. You were circus performers in a previous life. <laughs> and and you guys were best friends. Best friends. The best of friends. You were so close that your subconscious pulled her into this life with you she so that you could time. spend more time together and be in another life together. That's how close you were. And I was like, okay. I've always said that she could, if she was a person who was around when I was right, in high school, we would have been friends. And also, it's, it is the energy yeah. between you guys. So yeah. I was like, maybe she got. Did that you right. speak to an Israeli psychic by any chance? No, there's this woman, Lisa, in Phoenix. Love My Lisa psychic Phoenix. told me to rest, Tucson. but make sure that I'm not just sleeping, but that I'm resting. You have a psychic too. My one of my best friends had a birthday party where there was just a psychic. Great oh, call wow. at a birthday, at a kid's birthday oh party, my a God. psychic. Are you kidding me? I was like, yeah. And I went in, and she was like, "Do you feel like you sleep but don't rest?" And she was like, "You need to do that." And I was like, "And I've just been trying to take that." Yeah. I was I was banned from seeing psychics when I was your age because my grandmother is Sicilian mm -hmm. and she had a psychic tell her that her brother was going to die in a year and what? he did. No! Yeah. So then it was like a whole superstition in my family like don't, don't do it, don't, don't do, do it. it. And then of course after my mom died I became addicted. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I was I like do, someone please tell me I the meaning of done. life. I may be done but I thought that was like a cool thing. It is. Yeah, yeah as a silver like teenager I've got crystals and I do tarot. And, and you I, must. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And my final question of the podcast was, did you have a senior superlative? Yes. I mean, I, my brother and I were both like funniest. Of course. You know, senior. And so like mo are most likely to be, I think we were most likely to be a late night TV talk That's show. Good. That was like the superlative. It was That's actually a really good. funny one done by smart of the smart group of people. That That's were, a great like, one. Most likely to host a late night comedy yeah. show. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And it kind of came true. There you go. Do you do that at your high school? Yeah, but I don't I don't know what it's gonna be yet. I don't know what mine if I'll be one. Funniest. You will. You'll be like funniest, be funniest. or or like most likely to be like a famous. I I I famously lost funniest girl in eighth grade and I've <gasps> never gotten over it. So hopefully <laughs> oh I can, my God. Hopefully hey, I Michael can, Jordan I didn't start on his uh high school basketball team. And That's when he true. went into the Hall of Fame, he had the guy who started ahead of him introduce him. I'm like, you don't have any friends on the Chicago Bulls? It's That's true. a little petty, dude. But anyway. Also, he, like wasn't I mean, we hate, but wasn't Tom Brady like a yeah, backup yeah, quarterback uh, at Michigan? Brady, back at Michigan and then went on to be the greatest. There you go. There you go. So wow. Yeah. Um, thank you both for coming on my so show. Fun. It was Thanks so much fun to talk to both of you. Love you really it. like, you give me hope for the future. You. you make me, me feel like everyone's going to be so much cooler than me, <laughs> which, you know, is extremely hard mm -hmm. to be. Some are, some are. <laughs> some are and some won't. There you go. Um, and, you know... Thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is so fun. Um, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Oh, wait. I was just plugs. about to say. Yeah, plugs. I was like, I'm so, so lost. So we have a podcast called Dumb People Town, which you should totally come and do. I love being um, dumb. So we talk about <laughs> we talk about dumb behavior happening in the world. We, along with our co-hosts, me and Jason and Daniel Van Kirk, uh, do a podcast where we look at the, th the just three of the dumbest stories that happen in the world of dumb, just the regular world, most of them in Florida. Um, <laughs> and they and we break them down to try and understand why this happened. Why did yes. the guy who had a 48-year grudge against his wife who was only married for uh, for nine months, uh, now does 
he pee on her grave every day. Oh like, God. what are the things in his, he comes with his new wife that's just so weird, but we break into that story. So we fun. did that story recently with Rob Corddry. And so we try and break it to understand why this happened. And uh, it's really a fun, that's on all things comedy. We do a regular sports podcast called View from the Cheap Seats. That View from the Cheap Seats. I'm, my husband listens. It's great. And then we have a, um, uh, we did a show. Uh, so our old show, Cheap Seats, was like Mystery Science Theater with the old weird sporting events. And it just came back last year for the UFC. We did it. It's called The Nosebleeds, where we take a look at the old weird footage from that cool. and make fun of it. And we're waiting to see if we get a second season there. You and will. My pod- no, I'm just kidding. I was going to ah, say. And school. the spring musical. The spring musicals coming up. It's something coming rotten. up. Something rotten. Something rotten. Something rotten. Have auditions began? Yes. Oh, we're, yeah, we're in rehearsal. <gasps> yeah. what, what's your part? Oh, I am... I am. I have two roles. I am Shylock, the only Jewish character in the show. Okay, little, little questionable, but uh, we'll go. Okay. With that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I am, and then I am Lord Clapham, who's like the opposite of Shylock. So Theater the idea nerd, is, it's like a but... very. It's like the it's like the Shakespearean old classic theater idea of one person playing these two very different roles, and that's. Can, can like outside people not yes. that anyone yes. not that anyone on my uh, listening to this podcast if you're a creep don't go to a high school play no, but you can but come. My, you school can. Has, my school is like is famous for having like people it's like a very we do grand great, arts I'm also assistant director of the show so. I'm gonna go please come oh, I literally will I'm, it's I'm a beautiful I'm, theater huge yeah. theater like, we have a huge concert I one time went to the crossroads cabaret yeah, yeah. okay yeah. I was like what please the fuck come. is this this is another level this insane is, it's, a, it's at uh, Robert Ramon C. Cortina at Rome Ramon C. Cortina. Uh, Ramon C. Cortina's high school also known as Grand Arts also, also known, known as VAPA also known as number nine number nine it's at Grand and Sunset it's that beautiful spiral that's where it is and we do we put on really good shows there's Little Shop will happen in May. It's okay, like, hey, so shout out. If you're looking for some theater, yeah. something come on. on Honestly, probably the best theater you can see in LA. Yes. Yeah. And being, and being serious. Kids just doing it. Because it's really talented. Kids. Oh, there yeah, you go. very so. talented. With an orchestra. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, please, you know, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe yeah. and give me five stars and only write positive reviews because positivity yes. <laughs> is what makes the world go round. And as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>